When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com. Or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. And as we join you for the Week 18 festivities, the Rams are in the end zone. Tyler Higby, a touchdown reception from Matthew Stafford on a fourth and short from the two-yard line. Extra point upcoming, but the Rams have extended their lead over the Niners right now. Extra point is good. 10-0 Rams leading San Francisco with 10.26 to go until halftime. Saints trying to extend their lead against the Falcons. 7-3 right now attempting a field goal as they were in Atlanta territory just early in the second quarter. Remember, if the Saints win and the Niners lose, New Orleans goes to the playoffs and the Niners are headed home. Rams obviously playing for seeding and a division title as Arizona's game is going on. So much to get to. And, George, while while we're still kind of recovering from that Steelers-Ravens game and also looking ahead to what could happen tonight between the Chargers and Raiders in Las Vegas, there's a lot going on in these six games that will determine what we see in the NFL playoffs over the next three weeks. Dan, that's a damn understatement, bro. You sold it short. <laughs> these, these games today, I mean, if, if I had told you 
that the Jaguars would beat the Colts. What would you have told me? And not only would they would they beat the Colts, that they would absolutely hand them a whooping. I mean, just take them, but behind the woodshed. Yeah, when they no had way. Never everything to play for, everything yeah, to play for. There's no way that's going to happen. At least if the Colts would lose, it would be in a spirited effort as they tried to uh, wrap up a playoff spot. That's what I thought would end up happening. Yeah, it'd be like a last second field goal, a stupid fumble, some weirdo result. But nope, nope, that's not what happened. This is a team. I mean, the. And a lot of people are going to blame Carson Wentz, but it wasn't even all his fault today. I mean, just so so much. And then the and the NFL. The the craziest part today is that the NFL, like, literally got its like it was holding its breath that whole Steelers Ravens game because if the Ravens had won since the Colts lost, that means that the game tonight would have been worthless. I mean, would have been absolutely useless mm-hmm. in terms of as it related to the Raiders. The Raiders might have sat starters, any old kind of kind of thing. But now the game is back on, and it matters for everybody. This is amazing. Well, and I and I mentioned that the the excitement is only just for for what's happening in the six games because I think we were coming off such of a high of what that Ravens Steelers game did and what that Jaguars game did. But when you look at what's happening in the AFC, there were so many teams that were still trying to get in and trying to get out or jockey for position. Where in the NFC, most of the teams clinched. I mean, going into the week, six of the seven teams had clinched playoff spots. The only teams that we didn't know if they were going to make it to the postseason were the 49ers or Saints. And that's what's going on in this game, and that's what's going on in this window right now. But there is positioning, and yeah, the Saints, by the way, missed that field goal, so Atlanta's got the football down four earlier the second quarter again a Saints win and a Niners loss as San Francisco's down 10 would put New Orleans in the postseason we've got a lot to get to in week 18 of our Fox Sports Red Zone radio show going to be hitting a lot of games because there's a lot of stories not only dealing with the playoffs but also of what could be happening this offseason let's focus on one of our early games right now now it's time for the NFL on Fox focus Joining us now, live from the beautiful city of Cleveland, Ohio. Saw the Browns beat the Bengals today on Fox. Called the game as their analyst, Jonathan Vilma, joins us once again. 21-16, to 16, the final. Happy New Year to you, Jonathan. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We are we are doing well, and, and I know that your game today didn't have tons of playoff implications because the Browns were out, Bengals had wrapped up the division, but there are a lot of things going around with, with these two teams. I want to start with the Bengals and, and Zach Taylor and, and what they did this season. There was no Joe Burrow today. There was no Joe Mixon because of the COVID protocols. What did Zach Taylor tell you guys and how he wanted to approach this Week 18 game and, and how they wanted to use this as they propel towards the playoffs? You know, he said that they wanted they first one kept the game plan uh, not simple. They actually went with a full game plan, and they wanted to have good execution on the edges, uh, particularly with their naked, their boots, uh, any of the perimeter runs. Uh, they wanted to also... Uh, make sure that they can set the protections correctly. That was on the offensive side. And then defensively, uh, Coach Lou Anarumo, defensive coordinator, he said, you know, he wanted his young guys to actually play fast. So he did condense the game plan. Um, so what I saw was a game where obviously they were the less talented team 
the execution was there defensively. I thought that they did um, handle the game plan well, those young guys. Offensively, I saw spurts of it, uh, but still a little concerning that they were still getting a lot of, or still giving up a lot of pressure. And, you know, that's not going to travel well in the playoffs. Yeah, are, are are you surprised that that was going on with so much on on the line? Surprised with which part? Oh, with oh, oh that 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 they weren't as sound on defense as, oh, as they would have um, wanted to be. No, no. Be, well, I sound offensively as as Zach Taylor wanted them to be, and no, I'm not surprised because they had um, a defense that they were going up against, and Miles Garrett to David Clowney that they played their starters, and their starters were playing hard. So this was, for the Browns' perspective, this was a divisional matchup of going at it. And then from the Bengals' perspective, they didn't have the talent to be able to keep up with the Browns' intensity. Jonathan Vilma joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, taking the Browns' win over the Bengals today, 21-16, to as he was on the call in Cleveland. Uh, report prior to today's game says Baker Mayfield's going to be the Browns' quarterback uh, of, of uh, 2022. There were reports earlier in the week that maybe Baker wanted his own um, input a little bit more. How do you think that things need to play out this offseason if Baker Mayfield is going to stay in Cleveland? Well, regarding him wanting more input, well, you got to earn that. That's always been my thing. So, you know, I that's a call for Stefanski to make to say if he's earned that right to have more input. Um, as far as him being the quarterback, I think he deserves another shot. Uh, when I say another shot, you look at what he did in 2020 where they had a good running game, good defense. He was able to be productive enough. They go to the playoffs, they win a playoff game. He obviously uh, regresses this season, and it doesn't work out. So can he get back to the level of 2020? And was the labrum issue a bigger issue than they let off, he let off, uh, or let off it to be? So you know, I, I don't really know. I know that he's a quarterback that took you to the playoffs and won a playoff game. I can't tell you anything outside of that because he wasn't healthy this year. But when he is healthy, let's see if he can repeat that. If he's not, if he is healthy and cannot repeat it, then he can't be your quarterback. Yeah, um, uh, Jonathan. In games like this, sometimes you find hidden gems and 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 hidden stars. And, and I know that we've seen Dearness Johnson play a few times uh, over the last what season and a half. Um, is, is he an every down running running back? Is he a guy that if that teams are going to be saying, "Oh wow, that we should go after him in the off season"? I wouldn't say every down, and I'm only saying that because I did not see him in pass pro today. Um, so I don't know if he can do pass pro as far as understanding defenses and protection. I just didn't see it. Um, on first and second down, he definitely showed the ability to be a, a nice compliment. I wouldn't say that he would be the 20-carry, uh, 25-carry workhorse just yet. And my only re- the only reason I say that, again, is just from watching today where you had Nick Chubb, you compliment, compliment him with Johnson, vice versa, and it was, it was a good um, good matchup. And then also, you know, they weren't facing the starters of the Bengals 
who, by the way, is the fifth best rush defense in the NFL. So I see, I see him definitely uh, earning his keep as far as being a valuable player, whether it's for the Browns or for another team um, in 2022. Fox NFL analyst Jonathan Vilma, you've always been kind with your time every Sunday joining us. Jonathan, we appreciate it. Can't wait to do it again next season. Thanks so much, man. Oh, thank you, guys. And as always, go Kane. <laughs> oh, Lord. What? We can't have a, just a ninth in. day? Uh, he, he, Bye. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Vilva getting one in for George before he leaves. Speaking of getting into the end zone, the Rams have done it again. Tyler Higby's second touchdown reception of the game. Extra point is good. This is personal, George, for Sean McVay. He does not want to lose to Kyle Shanahan, his uh, his buddy, especially with how they lost earlier this year on Monday Night Football in a game where the Niners ran the ball down the 49ers' throat. As Higby was in the end zone, the second person to greet him to celebrate was Sean McVay. It is 17-0 Rams over the Niners, 6.44 to go in the first half. And again, the Saints can get into the playoffs and knock the Niners out if they beat Atlanta. Atlanta right now able to get a field goal on their last drive, so the Saints continue to lead that game 7-6 to with 10 minutes to go until halftime. But this, is, this feels very personal for the Rams. I don't think it's just a we want to win the NFC West. I think that they are really, really relishing the opportunity to knock out the 49ers. Yes, of course, dude, especially being that the 49ers have had their number two. This is a game that they just want to win, just period. Uh, Not even just for, you know, the idea that they get a chance to knock them out of the playoffs. That's that's just a bonus. They just want to beat San Francisco because they haven't been able to do it very much under Sean McVay. So that's got to be paramount to anything else. They're getting after Jimmy Garoppolo. Special teams also helping the 49ers right now. Six games in this late window. Rams can clinch that NFC West West with a win over the Niners or a loss by Arizona to Seattle. Cardinals currently lead the Seahawks 10-7, 11.30 to go until halftime. Mentioned that the Saints are up on the Falcons 7-6. Saints do have the football now in Atlanta territory, converting on a third and nine. So the Saints are on the move. Again, under nine minutes to go. New Orleans up 7-6 in that one. Carolina leads in Tampa 7-3 over the Buccaneers. Buccaneers have the NFC South wrapped up, but again, seeding, for the wild card, the super wild card weekend is at stake. As for the two games in the AFC East, the Dolphins are taking it to the Patriots. 17 nothing right now, and it is pouring in South Florida. Not points, but actual rain. Dolphins on top of the Patriots, 11 minutes to go until halftime, while the Bills hold on to a 10 nothing lead against the Jets early in the second quarter in that one. He's the NFL vet, George Reister. Get him on Twitter, at George Reister. You can find me... Dan Beyer on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. It's a collapse that they won't forget anytime soon. How did it happen to the Colts? We'll talk about it next year on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. 
Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Third down and six for Stafford. Has the snap. Here comes the blitz. He stands in and delivers. Right side. It's Higby going up at the pylon and bringing it in. Touchdown, Tyler Higby. Touchdown, L.A. Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. It is week 18 of the NFL. Rams continue to lead the Niners 17 to nothing. You heard that highlight there on the Rams radio network. George, maybe what is most surprising, just saw a stat put up on the Fox broadcast. Matthew Stafford is 28 of his last 29. Make it 29 out of his last, uh, last 30 as he just hit Odell Beckham Jr. for a first down. This is the second half of last week. It's the first half so far against the 49ers in a game that they need to win if they want to clinch the NFC West. Could also get some help from Seattle. We'll get to them in a second. But Matthew Stafford uh, on fire right now, I guess you could say, in 2022 and trying to trying to shed that label that so many like yourself believe that he has 
had on him even leaving Detroit going to whoa Atlanta. whoa whoa who is a so many people pattern. like it like yourself I've never not one time called him a stat patter but I have questioned and will continue to question how much better this team is with Matthew Stafford than they are with with Jared Goff I will continue to question that because until they do something different until they do more than what they did so trading a first round pick after last year, winning uh, in 16 games, they, win, they, they won 10 games, and now they've won 11 in, uh, in one additional game, and it may be 12 today. At the end well, of the day, is they want to play off. 12 they, and 4 right now. Yeah, well, so. well they, yeah, so they won a playoff game last year. And if they don't at least win, if they don't at least win the Super Bowl this year, they traded a second and a third round pick for Von Miller. They traded a first round pick to get rid of Jared Goff. So if they don't win the Super Bowl, this team has absolutely failed. Uh, I, I, even getting to a Super Bowl is not good enough for you. Even if they only lose by six in a Super Bowl as opposed to the 10 that, that Jared Goff lost to by – uh, not even getting into the end zone in that Super Bowl against New England when they lost thirteen to three, like that—that that wouldn't even do it for you. I said it has what to I said. Win. Said yeah. what I said. I there, listen. There's no Dan. Dan. There's no way that you can say that they pushed all their chips in the middle for this year. They've mortgaged their their future. They've traded away first I, round draft picks. No, I don't think they have done that. I don't. I don't. I think that they just do it differently than what we are accustomed to in the NFL. No, they Dan, they're this mortgaging isn't one, their This isn't a one turn this isn't a one season deal for the Rams. Not by any means. Yeah, after yeah, because the next year they will they will trade away more future picks. <laughs> that's what that's what their MO is. And yeah, it's if, different, yeah, it's different. I mean, they 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 aren't they aren't stockpiling piling the picks like the Miami Dolphins are or the Philadelphia Eagles are. They aren't they aren't doing that sort of thing. However, they are now a half a football away from being the NFC West champs and uh, very likely maybe the second seed in the NFL. And uh, so, if uh, they get knocked out in, in the, the second round of the playoffs, or even the first round of the playoffs, it was was everything they did worth it. Well, it, right now, yeah, because they weren't this no, no, good no. of a team with Jared Goff as their oh, quarterback. If Jared God, Goff would have stayed as their Dan, quarterback, they would not have figured if you get the their, same results. If Jared Goff wasn't their quarterback right now, this team isn't in the. It was their quarterback. This team isn't in the playoffs. Yes, they are. No, they aren't. Oh, stop no, aren't. it, Dan. That is not the truth. George, for some reason, George, for some reason, and, and I don't want. I want to let people know that Taysom Hill got dinged up for the Saints. By the way, so Trevor Simeon was was in the is now in the game for New Orleans and just and they're threw better a touchdown off too. pass. Uh, so the Saints are in the end zone on a Trevor Simeon touchdown pass. We'll tell you if the extra point is good or not. It's 13-6 to six right now, but the Saints are up. So right now the Saints would be in the playoffs and the Niners wouldn't. Again, John Wolford was the starting quarterback for the Rams at the end of last year. He Jared Goff got game. benched. Started he got one... benched. No, he was hurt. Yes, he did. He yes, was he did. hurt. No, he he was hurt, but that was, when he was healthy, Sean McVay chose to go with Wolford as their quarterback. In, in the playoff game because he didn't get a chance to practice that entire week, Dan. That is not, George, that is incorrect. No, uh, it's that not. Is incorrect. It is. It is. Okay. It is incorrect. Okay, because 
They also they also ruled John Wolford out of their game against Green Bay, which would tell me why would you put a injury report out for a backup quarterback? He was also there. He was he was their starter. That's he started. Who they were going no, to go no, with. no. There's a difference in somebody starting and being your starter. It, I understand what you're saying, but Sean McVay in his mind was going to go with John Wolford for the, oh, rest of the way in that oh, 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 because because you're in 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 Sean McVay's mind. No, that's it's it's been reported, George. It's been reported. What they what they actually it there's a there's a difference in them trying to spin it because they are trading him him away and they wanted to make it sound like that they were just done with Jared Goff. They weren't done Janu- with Jared January Goff 9th, any more than January the Browns 9th, are done with. Fox Sports Jay Glazer reports John Wolford will be the starting quarterback against Seattle despite Jared Goff being uh, active. Yeah, um, active. That? Not he. He was. He was not healthy. Dan, he just didn't do practice it, just, that entire George, week. George, instead of arguing with me, do a Google search while we get some fantasy numbers. How about that? Ryan Bersinger is here to tell us what's going on fantasy wise in Week 18. So much to get to. By the way, Patriots are in the end zone. They're up 10 on the Dolphins, 17 to 7. David Gascon will have some scores for us coming up in about five minutes or so. All right, Burst, give us some of those fantasy numbers. Fantasy hits and misses. Well, you won't find John Wolford anywhere in these numbers today (laughs) for Week 18. Let's look at our top scoring quarterbacks and uh, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends from the early games of the first ever Week 18 in the NFL. Ryan Tannehill, your top scoring quarterback from the early games, 23 of 32 passing for 287 yards and four touchdowns through the air. Uh, He also had a couple kneel downs, and unfortunately, those do count against you. He's quarterback two on the week after Dak Prescott's huge night last night. Antonio Gibson is your running back one on the week now. 21 rushes, 146 yards, and a touchdown. Also had one catch on three targets for five yards. The top-scoring receiver of the day, get this, guys, it's Danny Amendola. Seven catches on eight targets for 113 yards and two touchdowns. And if you're wondering, Danny Amendola is on the Houston Texans. (laughs) Your top scoring tight end of the day is now Tyler Higby. Four catches on four targets for 34 yards and two touchdowns. The top scoring tight end from the earlier games was Josiah DeGuara. Uh, Packers tight end three catches on four targets for 66 yards and a touchdown now looking at your misses first of all of course fantasy is is weird in the final week of the season because you have situations where guys who got you to the point where you need to be probably didn't play today for example Joe Burrow who had huge weeks for the last couple weeks coming in uh, he may he may have gotten you to a week 18 championship game and then he didn't play Joe Mixon also didn't play for the Bengals. Jamar Chase did, but he had two catches on four targets for 26 yards and then took the rest of the day off because they didn't need to play him. Uh, But looking at games that actually did have consequence, you did still have fantasy players uh, not show up for those. For example, Najee Harris, 11 rushes for 28 yards on the ground, also had four catches on four targets for only 27 yards. Hollywood Brown for the Ravens, three catches on seven targets for 27 yards. And, he, and and mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, go ahead. If he catches the ball near midfield, uh, near the end of, uh, yep. I believe it was regulation. Yes. Um, Ravens yeah, win. Maybe, maybe the stu- yeah, yeah, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Oof. Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick made a great play, but if you're Hollywood Brown, you have to catch that ball. Absolutely. And uh, one more miss here because I have a feeling you guys are going to talk about this game next. Jonathan Taylor, who may have gotten you plenty of success in fantasy this season, got you into the playoffs. 15 rushes, 77 yards. Not terrible, but not 
great for the number one player in fantasy. Three catches on four targets for 18 yards as well as the Colts lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And those are your fantasy hits and misses for Week 18. Thank you very much, Ryan Bershinger. Today's Fox Sports Red Zone Radio Show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, your home for live sports. And that means all sports. Every game, match, race, and competition it is always on. Now go on and plan your trip at visitlasvegas.com to see the best and brightest in Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. So now the Saints have forced a turnover after getting that touchdown pass from Trevor Simeon. So the Saints have the football again up eight. Well, the Niners right now in a hole against the Rams in Los Angeles. George, I'll tell you what. I want to get your thoughts on how this all fell apart with the Colts today in Jacksonville. And I think that last week also plays a big part of it in their loss against the Raiders. We'll get to that after David Gascon gives us the update of what's happening right now in this late window and so much more. What's going on, Dave? Man, you got to be happy if you're a Saints fan right now because you're taking care of business. They're winning at Atlanta right now. Matt Ryan just threw a pick. They're up 14-6, and San Francisco is getting blasted right now by the Rams, 17-0. So the NFC playoff scenario is not completely set. Saints get in, though, with a win and a San Francisco loss. Again, plenty of time, though, to go in this contest. 49ers down 17 points with 30 seconds to play in the opening half. Bills 10, Jets nothing. Patriots and Dolphins from Miami quickly out in front of the Dolphins, 17-7. Patriots have just gotten on the board. Seattle not playing for much, but they lead right now in Arizona, 14-10. Russell Wilson, 8-13 for a buck 32 and two touchdown passes. Tyler Lockett on the receiving end of both. Sam Darnold at quarterback today, 13 of 18 for 105. A touchdown toss to Chuba Hubbard. Panthers 7, Buccaneers 3. Earlier today, I guess one of the shockers was Pittsburgh and Baltimore needed overtime. The ball is down. The kick is on its way. The kick is up. The kick is good. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have defeated the Baltimore Ravens. And the Steelers are headed for playoff land. So Steelers get it done. They need a... Decision tonight, Sunday Night Football, Chargers and Raiders can't end in a tie in order for Pittsburgh to qualify for the playoffs. Outside of that, Colts did lay an egg today at Jacksonville. They lose back-to-back games to fill a qualifier for postseason play. Trevor Lawrence, 223 yards, two touchdown passes. In that loss, guys, you look at what the numbers were for Carson Wentz. 17-29 for 185. At one point at the end of the first half, he had less than 100 yards passing. He's turned the ball over twice. A pick, a fumble, sacked six times. Not good. Not good at all. Not good at all. Not good at all. I, mean, I can't I- even do that in Tecmo Bowl, so <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, depends on who you play with. You know, some of those teams were really, really bad. Maybe like the old the old Patriots teams. Or the old Colts. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> they, were, yeah the old, they were bad. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> very well put. Appreciate it, Dave. It is Fox Sports or Red Zone Radio. This is a two-week thing, George. This isn't like today was today was worse than last week was. But last week was their opportunity. They They had a bit home. Yeah, they had the Raiders had a little bit of extra time because they played in Arizona on Saturday the the week before and had a had a really uh, really nice win and a win where you can plant your flag and say, hey, we are a contender here. And to have it just completely fall apart like it did for them over these last two weeks. I, I, I don't think it's all on Carson Wentz's shoulders. I, I Maybe they felt limited with him, but there were a couple of fourth and shorts, whether one at midfield, one near the goal line. 
and they just gave it to Jonathan Taylor and didn't get it. And it's one of those things where maybe you can see it from a mile away, but it, it's almost as the Colts just kind of played scared over these last two weeks, and it ended up showing a big time today as Jacksonville played with absolutely nothing to play for, but then again, nothing to lose, and uh, evaporated the Colts' playoff hopes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, it's funny because people like to pay attention to the last thing, right? The last thing when it comes to, you know, winning and losing. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, if they had just won that one game. Well, that wasn't just the one game today. It was the game against the Raiders, like you said. The game against the Bucks that they lost. The Titans game. The Ravens in the beginning of the season. The Titans, Rams, Seahawks. Yeah. They lost to a bunch of good football teams, minus the uh, Seahawks and the and the Jaguars, but... You know, losing your last two games and losing, what, going three and three in your last six, that ain't the way to make the playoffs. It is. It, the stat, and I, Andrew Siciliano was the first one that I saw uh, have it up this week about their inability to win in Jacksonville as of late. And I just, I don't think that those things are, are, are real all the time, George. Like, I understand, like, going going to Pittsburgh. Tough place to play. Conditions can get to you. Maybe a place like Green Bay. Uh, maybe even an indoor stadium going to a place like New Orleans. Like, hey, this team hasn't won there in their last five, and it's usually because the team's pretty good, and the opposing team has a pretty good fan base or a, a home field advantage that, that lies in. Today in Jacksonville, people were dressing up as clowns representing the franchise and their feelings <laughs> towards GM Trent Balky. So it's not even like the Colts were going into a hostile environment where it was too loud for Carson Wentz to be able to call plays. They had absolutely no energy, no sense of urgency. Trevor Lawrence had a really nice game, but I mean, it was maybe one of the few that he's had this season, but still, even if Trevor Lawrence has a nice game, you're a playoff caliber team. This just falls sh- uh, solely on the shoulders of, of of Frank Reich, of of Carson Wentz, of everybody who had a big part in this. They all ended up coming together and made it an absolute failure for the Indianapolis Colts. And, yeah, now no postseason for Indy. Just so awful. Oh, yeah. Such an awful hey. performance. But, but, but. I don't mean to say I told you. Actually, I do mean to say I told you so because I actually told you so. Like this is a this was a team that I knew would miss the playoffs from from the beginning. I knew it. I knew it, and that that was exactly why I did not have them in the uh, playoffs. And if I look at my playoffs, my playoff picks. Oh God, bro! I was nice with it. You were really you. You came out pretty well in your playoff picks. All you know the what? division winners have the division winners one hundred percent right. You've got all. all oh wait, eight. what? No, no, no. I'm sorry, I missed on the Bengals. Oh uh, yeah, that was. I was going to say that was. A, that would have been a pretty pretty good pick. I you know we'll we'll dive into what our playoff picks were. I was not as fortunate uh, to have that many division winners. I I had a few here and there. I did pick the Green Bay Packers to win the division, which I don't think is that far uh, out of uh, uh, you know that anybody had. I don't think anybody was picking the Vikings. I don't think anybody was picking the the Bears, and I don't think anybody was picking the Lions. But Week 18 also gives you a crazy game in Detroit, where you have the best team in the NFL with nothing to play for, and one of the 
worst teams in the NFL, uh, playing for pride and having fun, and you have a great game like the Lions and Packers ended up having today in Detroit, one that the Lions won uh, 37-30 in that contest. I just want to lay this out right now with the with the scores as you heard them. Rams-Niners at the half, 17-3, to as you heard Dave say. The Seahawks continue to lead Arizona, and the Saints have their lead against the Falcons, with Carolina still having that lead against Tampa. As of this moment, if all of these results stay the same and the Seahawks are in Arizona territory, they've got a second down and 10 at the Arizona 34-yard line. If the playoffs stay like this, or if these outcomes stay like this, this is what the playoffs would be. It would be Saints at the Rams in the 2-7 matchup. Tampa would be the third seed and host Philadelphia. And then Dallas would get Arizona in a 4-5 matchup. That's as if, if these games stay as they are right now, that's the playoff matchups that we would see in the NFC. Dallas would have an opportunity for revenge against an Arizona team that uh, ended up getting the best of them a week ago. So you would at least have uh, that uh, matchup being a back once again, and that Arizona-Dallas matchup I think would probably be the marquee game, at least of the NFC playoff wildcard weekend. Uh, Dallas looked pretty good yesterday, but again, Philadelphia didn't have much to play for. They had a bunch of guys on the COVID list um, that weren't active for the game, so I don't think that's a true indicative uh, indication on who Philadelphia is. Also, probably not a true indication of how well of an oiled machine Dallas is, but when you have Dak Prescott throw five touchdowns in a game, it can't hurt. Oh Just yeah, <laughs> dude! It, it was funny because I was picking these games early, uh, on Friday on my show, and I and I just looked at it and I said, and I said, boy, oh boy, how on earth, how on earth is this team is Philadelphia supposed to win? Like no way, because they weren't going to try. They were going to rest their players, and Dallas wasn't because they still had seating to play for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Philadelphia was in, and there's, you know, when, when you're going to be a wild card, a lot of times it's, what's the point? Just make sure that you're ready for your wild card weekend and uh, go from there. Jets appear to have gotten in the end zone in Buffalo as uh, Zach Wilson throwing a touchdown pass for New York. Uh, Keelan Cole with the uh, touchdown reception from about 40 yards away. Uh, yeah, it is 40 yards. So an extra point coming up. Buffalo leads the Jets 10-6 right now. Again, extra point is pending. Dolphins continue to lead the Patriots by 10 at the two-minute warning. Tampa trails at home to Carolina. What a week it's been in Tampa. We'll get into that in a little bit. 7-3 to three, uh, Panthers leading the Buccaneers. The Saints have the football up 8 on the Falcons and in the red zone. Now going to face a 4th and 3, so New Orleans likely having to settle for 3. They did miss a field goal earlier, so maybe Sean McVay may have some second thoughts. Uh, in, C- or in Arizona, Seattle up 14-10 to 10 on the Cardinals. Seahawks facing a 3rd and 6. Arizona calling timeout as the Seahawks have the football up 4 and again at the half. It's the Rams 17 and Niners 3. We'll see how well George fared in his postseason predictions and are the Tennessee Titans a legit number one seed in the AFC we'll dive into that next year on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio he's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer and we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex 
twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. With 25 seconds left, no huddle for the Bucks at the one of Carolina. Bell is still the back. Tight formation, play action. Brady rolls right, flips to Bell. Le'Veon Bell, touchdown Buccaneers. Now, 
Back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. 98 Rock of the Buccaneers Radio Network with that highlight. Tampa does take the lead into the locker room over Carolina 10-7. Buccaneers playing for playoff seeding. Saints playing for their playoff lives and needing some help. Right now they are playing and they're leading the Falcons 24-6. Trevor Simeon in for the injured Taysom Hill has thrown another touchdown pass, this time to Jawan Johnson from five yards out. Extra point was good. It's 24-6. Saints up on the Falcons just two seconds until halftime. If the Saints win and the Niners lose, Saints go to the postseason. Niners are out. Niners right now starting the second half with the football, but trailing the Rams 17-3. Seahawks had a great opportunity to score against the Cardinals, but a touchdown pass fell off the hands of Gerald Everett from Russell Wilson. Seahawks have to settle for a field goal. They're up seven on the Cardinals, 17 to 10. Dolphins lead the Patriots, 17 to seven, under a minute to go until halftime. And the Jets have the football only down three to the Bills, 10-7 at the two-minute warning in that contest. He is George Reister. I am Dan Beyer. Uh, one of us did uh, fairly well in picking division winners. The other one, maybe not so much. George, we don't have the official division winner of the AFC East right now, but it looks like it could be Buffalo. The Patriots would need to beat the Dolphins. They're down 10. Bills are up three, as I mentioned, with the Jets having the football. But we feel that that's likely going to happen. And as it looks right now, the Rams are likely on their way. They're winning two scores over the Niners, so they would win the NFC West. Let's just play hypotheticals. If those if those standings hold where the Bills would win the AFC East and the Rams would win the NFC West, how many division winners did you pick correctly out of the eight? Six. Six. So you missed the Bengals. And which one was the other one? That, would you miss the NFC East? No, I missed the NFC West. Yeah, oh. Who'd you have instead of the Rams? Take, take, take a guess, Dan. Seattle Seahawks? Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Uh, I thought Seattle would make the playoffs. I didn't think they'd win the division, but I thought that they would make the playoffs, yeah, and that is so not picked, going to happen. So I got six right and two who uh, and two who didn't even make the playoffs. And so your seven playoff teams for the NFC were? The uh, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Seattle, the Rams, 49ers, and Saints. Oh, so you you are kind of you're going to get one of those two teams in because yeah, but one of them's going to be out. I'm actually in the same boat with you. I had the Rams, Seahawks, and Niners in that order in the NFC West. I had Tampa and New Orleans in the NFC South in that order. I had Green Bay winning the NFC North, but I thought Washington was going to carry over their momentum mm-hmm. from last year that playoff game against the uh, Buccaneers. I thought showed something. Thought that defensive line was going to be. See, I didn't uh, believe in their quarterback situation. Yeah, and, and, yeah, it even, changed even early. with even with Fitzpatrick, it was Taylor Heineke. Uh, basically, after or in Week One, isn't that when uh, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick yeah. was hurt for for Washington? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I didn't believe it coming into the season. Is what I'm saying because because Ryan Fitz, Fitzpatrick he does really really well when he's not the known starter. Like when 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 he's supposed when he comes into the season as the starter, like like he's our guy, never works out well. But <laughs> but when he comes into the season in a quarterback 
at a quarterback competition or it's going back and forth and all of that, he that's when Fitzmagic lives. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's fair. Some guys work well with pressure. Some guys don't. I thought the defensive line was going to, to, to play well. And honestly, George, I had a lot of questions about Dallas. I had a lot of questions because I thought that a lot had to go right for them entering this season. Oh, I thought that Dak really? would have to be back fully healthy. Yeah, I mean, when, when the, the – That was the only question was about Dak's health because as far as roster, like you, you couldn't say anything about their wide receivers, the running back after, after you saw during camp that uh, Zeke was in shape. Then, then you knew their running back situation was good. Their defensive situation – uh, was better. They they spent all what all their draft picks on there, and then did well in free agency too. So I thought that they would be 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 better. But it was more an indictment on the on the NFC East. I thought Washington was the only team that would have an even remote chance at competing. But it turned out that none of the teams were competing really. But Philadelphia came in and made the playoffs. Dallas's defense was better than I thought it would be. Micah Parsons is a great impact. I also had questions about their running game, and honestly, I don't know if those questions have been answered. Maybe more as a unit, as Tony Pollard, again, seems to be the fresher back for Dallas, (laughs) uh, as opposed to Ezekiel Elliott. But uh, Cowboys uh, in the postseason and NFC East champions. The Niners are in the end zone. Debo Samuel, who has been uh, a guy that I think should get MVP consideration just for all that he's done. Won't win the award, obviously. But anyway, Debo Samuel into the end zone on a touchdown run. Extra point coming up. Niners now with within eight extra point pending. Seahawks up seven at the half on the Cardinals. Saints up 18 on the Falcons at the half. And the Dolphins trying to uh, get into position to add some points. They're up 10 on the Patriots with just seconds left to go. And Buffalo trying to add some points at the end of the first half as well as they lead the Jets by three. One of the worst decisions you've ever seen in a football game was made today. That's next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is week 18, the first time that we can say that in NFL history. Glad to have you with us. Six games going on right now. We will clarify the playoff picture as well. Get George on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. I am very curious to find out the psyche of what a player goes through. I've heard all about George 1-2-3 Cancun a lot of times, but I'm curious on how the different scenarios that teams have going into the postseason, how they handle week 18s. You're NFL veteran, so I want to get your experiences on that matter. Today's show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. During your playing career, you guys went to the playoffs. You guys didn't go to the playoffs. What were your uh, final week of the season experiences when it came to the regular season like when you were in Jacksonville? Well, I was never in a position where we had the one seed up, up for grabs, right? So never was in a position like the Packers were today where, where you're like, oh, you're going to sit your players or, or play them. But we did play against the Colts a lot, <laughs> and they sat their players pretty much every opportunity, and they lost a lot in the first playoff game. Like, so I think that there's a common – but New England, on the other hand, who has – you know, who had an opportunity to do the same thing so many times, winning the NFCs, the one seed, and instead they chose to play their players the majority of the time. And I think that 
that especially if you have a buy playing your players that aren't like you know injured that that that's the optimal way to to go mainly because you're going to have two weeks until you play another game and you want to be fresh like 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 in, in terms of being sharp and all that but like health is the most important thing but it, you have to depict de- understand your team if you're a coach if you're a veteran team who's been there they know how to win in the playoffs all of the, all, all of that then i think that it's less of a you know of a of a thing that you have to win i'm sorry that you have to play your guys but but the younger that your team is the more that they need to play tampa bay buccaneers are in the end zone Keyshawn vaughn a touchdown run extra point is good so the buccaneers now up 10 on carolina Early in the second half, mentioned Debo Samuel's touchdown run for the 49ers. Now the Niners have the football back, only trailing the Rams seven midway through the third quarter. The uh, Saints and Falcons just getting underway in the second half. Again, we are going to be giving you scenarios throughout. But right now, if these six games stand where they are, this is how the playoffs would be in the NFC. Rams would be home to the Saints. Buccaneers would be home to the Eagles, and Arizona would go to Dallas. That is if these games stay as they are with their results. We know that's likely to change, but that's where they are right now. As for what's happening in the AFC, if everything stays the same in this Bills-Jets game and this Dolphins-Patriots game, if the Raiders would win tonight, they would be the five seed and go to Cincinnati, who would be the four seed. New England would be at Buffalo in an AFC East showdown with the Bills being the home team and division champions, and Pittsburgh would go to Kansas City. Now, if the Chargers would win tonight and these results stay the same, you got a bit of a shakeup as New England would go to Cincinnati as the five seed. The Chargers would be the sixth seed and go to Buffalo, and Pittsburgh would be the seventh seed and go to Kansas City. That's what we have at stake right now. And, of course, the tie situation that has been talked about all Bro. week long is still alive for Imagine Sunday that. night. Imagine if that game ends in a tie. That would be the most incredible ending ever. I, I would that would mean that that would be the end of Big Ben's career. But yeah, but that would be it. It's it, it's almost like <laughs> there's a game that I've played that guys used to play when they were when I was in the league is called in in between where you uh, it's a it's it's a card game. You bet on it and then there are two cards out. So and your optimal scenario is this is if you have an ace and a two. So then everything is available in between, right? Yeah. And then so so people would bet big money on that. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll bet I'll bet the pot, bet you know, 100 yep. bucks, 1000 1000 bucks." And then as soon as you do that, here comes an ace or a two. Then you got to pay double, right? Yep. And you yeah, got to pay double. <laughs> this is this is the scenario. I don't think that you're going to see some of that that junky high school stuff. That we, that we will see with no shot clock in certain states and teams just dribbling out an entire quarter and playing four corners. That's not what we're going to see. But, George, I do think if it gets into an overtime scenario or end-of-game scenario, the last thing that you would want to do if you were a team is to jeopardize your chances. Now, that that's just... 
I'm not saying that the Chargers would sit on the ball if they're at their own 40-yard line. I, you go for the win in that point. You yeah, try to ensure that... yourself. But it's it's the other situations of if there's 40 seconds left and you're at your own 12-yard line and the game is tied, what do you really do? Like, what is your what is your better option? And if you do get into an overtime scenario and there is three minutes left or four minutes left and you're trying Brother to figure out – Brother-in-law, buddy. <laughs> hey, I guarantee you both coaches n- n- know that, and I bet I would be willing to bet you anything that they may have a little conversation right right before the game. Like, yo, if we get in the overtime scenario, you know, <laughs> we we uh, both go with a tie. So if we get into that, you know, you uh, scratch 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 our back, I'll scratch your back. And 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't blame them. Me it, either. Is, like when I, I why would back, I be hyper aggressive in in a situation where I don't lose? No, <laughs> no, no, buddy. No, no, no. Where only bad things can happen, and I know this dude is willing to do it too because because he's got no worst case scenario either. No way, buddy. I look back all the way back to 1984, and again, it's Tom Osborne in Nebraska going for two against Miami when a tie would have given them the national championship. And they sit there and they say, you know what, we're going to go for the win. And guess what ends up happening? They don't convert the two-point conversion, and Nebraska is not the national champion. And when you think about it, like, yeah, going for the win is the right thing, but here we are almost 40 years later, and and at the time you're thinking, you know what, it'll end up paying. No, it it. It cost you a national championship, and it may seem like the right thing to do in going for the win. I just don't think if you're the Chargers or Raiders in that scenario, again, they're not going to sit there and play four quarters football and kneeling down and, and, and punting every time. But if it gets to a point where it could be iffy or you may have an opportunity, but you could be backed up in your own territory with not a lot of time left on the clock, you may want to play those Pride uh, scenarios comes before smart. the fall. Pride yes. comes before the fall. <laughs> don't <laughs> yes. let your pride get you into uh, making a bad decision, buddy. If if you are a New York Giants fan, you are not proud of uh, what happened today against Washington. By the way, today's show brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. It okay. ended up with, with Washington beating the Giants 22-7. to But, George, with about five minutes to go in the first half, this was, uh, I believe, Chris Myers and Daryl Johnston on the call for Fox Sports as the Giants were backed up in their own territory, facing a second down and nine, and then about a third down and nine. And this was the play call that you saw on Fox TV. Updated at the half. Interesting formation. I, I mean, really, you're at the four-yard line, and, and you you don't feel comfortable enough in your offense to be able to run a traditional play. I mean, I, I get the first one when you put yourself kind of backed up inside the one-yard line. I mean, this is sad. I mean, that that is just a, a complete lack of confidence in faith of your offense to be able to execute coming off your end line. That was a quarterback sneak on back-to-back plays from the New York Giants in that loss today against Washington. That's so ridiculous, dude, because a quarterback sneak is not going to get you enough yards for you to feel comfortable to 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 run your regular. I never understand why teams do that. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're 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 on the 1-inch line." So, so let's quarterback sneak it to the 1. 
That doesn't help you, dude. <laughs> Just run your damn offense. It is, and, and and truthfully, you know how Joe Judge just got a vote of confidence for who? Who was it that tweeted it? Adam Schefter or somebody tweeted it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Recently, I can't remember recently, but I yeah. thought that yeah. Uh, over but this that may week. not be happening. He may, he actually may be on the way out. That was it was it was so bad that I actually felt bad for Giants fans who are usually just loud and obnoxious and annoying. But you actually feel bad that you have to deal with something like that. And when you look at the other head coaching scenarios that are going around the league, Vic Fangio no longer uh, going to be in Denver. There are positive things that you could actually point to in Vic Fangio's tenure in Denver. But he's not around. Yes, their I don't, defense I, is really good. Yeah, I don't know what positives you could point to. I, I don't know what positives you could point to if you are the New York Giants. So just a scenario like that to play it like they did in a meaningless game. Again, it, it's absolutely meaningless. It probably would uh, be better if you threw a pick six in that situation. The actual opportunity to just run a quarterback sneak well, is Well, and last week they, they only threw two games – they only threw two passes, or it may have been three, before halftime. Like, you're just – like, you're not even trying to win. Like, you're not even doing anything that gives the fans any any type of hope about anything. And if, we'll, I'm, a, and we'll if I'm the ownership, I'm like, why, why, why would he play like this? I know that we're up against it with the, with, with the quarterback situation and all that. But could you imagine a scenario where where um where Dan Campbell up in Detroit could you imagine a scenario where where he just waves the white towel the the white flag nope. two weeks in a row Nope couldn't imagine it Nope not at all And that's why as much as we laughed at his post at his pregame press conference his team plays hard and that and that's admirable and if I'm an owner, I can live with my I can live with my uh, coach if if his team plays like that because I'm like okay I can get the right assistant coaches around him, but a guy who gets his team to play hard like 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 that oh I'm signing up for it. I'm signing and, up. And by the way, Dan Campbell and the Lions win today over the Packers uh, cost them the number one pick. If you want to look at it that way. But they, but they, that's they what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, I players don't care about where teams pick. That they they do not care. Coaches, I don't really care. You want to win games. That's what you want to do. And I think that that even sheds more light. You look at the effort that Detroit put today. They ran a fake punt on fourth and thirteen in the first quarter. Like they were like, "We're going for this. We are, you know, we are going out with a bang. We are. This is what we're going to do." And they did it, and they ended up getting the win. And it, you know, draft pick wise, whatever, however that plays through. But they wouldn't. They they aren't kneeling and taking uh, quarterback sneaks on second and third downs of yeah. drives. And you have the second overall pick. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're dropping to fifteen or anything. Yes, yeah. You're gonna get either you. You are literally going to have your pick of whoever that you want. You're gonna have either Hutchinson or Thibodeau sitting there at number one. Either either way, or you can go draft alignment. You can literally draft anything that you want at number two, except for a quarterback. That is the only thing this particular year that you cannot draft at number two. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. 
let's get you caught up to date of what's happening. The Niners are in the end zone again. Debo Samuel has thrown a touchdown pass to Jawan Jennings. 24 yards out, extra point was good. The Niners have now pulled even with the Rams late in the third quarter at 17 apiece. The Cardinals have tied it up with the Seahawks at 17 apiece. Kyla Murray dumps it off to James Conner. Conner does the rest. Extra point is good. They're early in the third quarter in that one. The Saints continue to hold the lead on the Falcons 24-6, but Fox Sports' Laura Oakman speaking with Sean Payton at the half. Taysom Hill has a Lisfranc injury, so an injured foot for Taysom Hill has not only knocked him out of this game, if the Saints get the help from the Rams that they need to make the postseason, very likely you would not have Taysom Hill available next week. Tampa continues to lead the Carolina Panthers by 10, 17-7. Dolphins up on the Patriots, 17-7, while Buffalo leads the Jets 13-7, minute gone by in the second half in that one. He's George Reister. Get him on Twitter, at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Some coaches already getting their walking papers are more on the horizon. We'll talk about that next year on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger 
feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. It's a pivot handoff to Debo, looks to throw. He will throw wide open, touchdown! San Francisco! Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. And that highlight you heard there, courtesy of KNBR and the 49ers Radio Network. The Rams jumped out to a 17-0 lead on San Francisco, only to have the Niners come all the way back and pull even. They're tied at 17 apiece, just underway in the fourth quarter. The Niners have just punted it back to the Rams. Matthew Stafford was picked off. Niners, though, unable to do anything with it offensively, so the Rams will get the football back. That is an interesting outcome for two reasons. Number one, the Rams right now are trying to clinch the NFC West. If they don't win, it leaves the door open for Arizona, who has just taken the lead on Seattle as James Conner has punched it in from one yard out after a Russell Wilson turnover. So it's the Cardinals up on the Seahawks, 24-17, 9.25 left in the third quarter. The Niners, if they beat the Rams, are in the postseason. But if they don't, the Saints could get in, and the Saints, who have lost Taysom Hill today, are leading the Falcons 24-6 and just turned Atlanta over on down, so the Saints have the football with six minutes to go in the third quarter. Carolina's added a field goal, but Tampa still leads by seven, 17-10. Dolphins have the football and are driving up seven on the uh, Patriots, 17-10, and the Bills continue with that six-point edge on the Jets, 13-7 early in the second half. Joining us now, as he does every week, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider that you can hear on the Inside the Birds podcast and on Sirius XM NFL Radio, Adam Kaplan joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Adam. Are you enjoying Week 18? I am, yeah. These these playoff scenarios are getting turned over because things aren't happening just like we thought they would. I, I, I'm still kind of blown away that the Colts got handled like they did in Jacksonville. I mean, this is six years now. It just makes no sense to me, but... It, it, this is just apropos of this wild season. Let's uh, let's start there because George and I talked about it, and we 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 felt that the carryover also came over from Week 17 when they when they lost yeah. to the Raiders. Is it is it solely a Carson Wentz problem in Indianapolis, or was it more than that over these last two weeks? I mean, he didn't play well today, but their defense. I, I am Trevor Lawrence had a great game today. He was so accurate, eight eight, eight of eight on the first series. Uh, got rid of the football really well. Just, just look really good. Did a good job, and give give them kudos. I mean, they're they're gonna have a new coaching staff. This is how they go out, and uh, this is a great story for them. It's uh, really remarkable. And you know, the Colts are a team that, you know, up until week seventeen, I hate to say lock or shoe in, but they look so good to be one of those teams that could be a sleeper team. You guys had asked me that, and I, I thought the Colts, if they got in, could be that team that could go on a run, but uh, it's not to be. Uh, you know, Carson Wentz has had actually a, a decent season. Just didn't end well. Uh, he had not thrown an interception uh, before this week's game on the road, but uh, he forced some too many balls there. That's you know that by the way, their receiver position is one they're going to have to they're going to have to develop. They're just they're not good enough at that position other than Michael Pittman Jr. and they're going to have to kind of go after it. But uh, DeForest Buckner was a non-factor with his knee injury. He was limited in the game. Uh, he came in with an he didn't even practice this week. That hurt them. 
their defense didn't show up today. That that was shocking. I, I did not see that coming. Yeah. So, what does that mean for the future of Carson Wentz? Are do you think that they're sold on on him as their starting quarterback, or do you think that they will look to upgrade if something becomes available? No, I, he's our guy. Now they might draft somebody. Remember, they don't have their first round pick because they gave it up in the Carson Wentz trade uh, to Philly. Um, but no, I, I expect him to be their quarterback. And in fact, just just starting to get my to do my research on quarterbacks for free agency. Just talking to teams have already sort of started on it. It's not a good free agent group. Guys are not signed. If you want one, you're going to have to look at the draft. There are not a lot of high end quarterbacks, so we might see four to five go in the first forty picks. Um, you're best trading for one, but to me at this point, uh, other than Russell Wilson, I, I you know we'll, we'll learn more once they have their. The, the, the Seahawks don't have their personnel meetings until Pete Carroll's done, because uh, Pete Carroll is actually personnel control. Um, there are not going to be a lot of quarterbacks being made available. So now I fully would expect, barring something highly unforeseen, wants to be the quarterback in 22. Adam Kaplan joining us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He is our NFL insider. Rams uh, uh, converting a big pass play as now they're up at around their own 42-yard line. Again, tied up at 17 early in the fourth quarter in that one. Speaking of quarterbacks, we had heard a report that uh, Baker Mayfield is a part of the Browns' plans in 2022. Uh, That was from earlier today. Uh, do, Do you think that that is the case, or is that just one of those this is out there prior to week 18, and there will be more discussion this season. I mean, he, here's the problem. No one would trade for him. He's, coming out, he's going to have major left shoulder surgery. That makes him untradeable, pretty much. He's not going to be available till the summer. So it's like, okay, you want to put a report out? Like, you're not telling me anything I don't know already. How, how, who would want him at this point? He's coming off of a bad season. Um, still highly regarded, though, from talking to the, the Browns. They just know it was a tough season because – he played with a bad shoulder. They, they really should have shut him down weeks ago. I understand if the medical staff clears him, he plays, but it was a shell of, of himself. Though We saw last year where he had a breakout season, and he didn't repeat it. And No, I think Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, and Mayfield do, do need to get on the same page. I think there's truth to that uh, from the, the, the Cleveland.com report. I, that's true. I know for a fact, uh, according to multiple team sources, they – uh, Kevin and uh, and Mayfield have to get on the same page, just in terms of where they want to go together. They were unreal. I mean, they were unbelievable last year uh, in, in, in 2020, their first season together. Not so much this season, and they definitely need to get on the same page. Yeah, I, and um, I'm looking over at the New York Giants because we heard oh. a, a report a couple weeks ago that Joe Judge was uh, safe, but after the yeah. way the last two weeks, especially the uh, stuff today where they just – quarterback sneaked on third and nine from their own four. I mean, ridiculous. it just looked like a complete clown show. Is, is there any way that the Mara, that Mara is going to, I guess, change his mind about the previous report? Yeah, it's really the, the, the everything that's come out is from ownership. They like Joe Judge. They like him to stay. But the problem that complicates it, it's really going to come down to what does the new GM think? We're going to have a GM change. Uh, the The situation there was very simple. The... The report came out from NFL Network that Dave Gettleman was going to be out one way or another, whether he retires or he's not retained. They never denied it. They never came up to say there was no, there was no follow-up uh, from the Giants releasing a statement that tells you all you need to know. Dave Gettleman was always in over his head as a general manager. Um, he had some success with Carolina, but uh, it just didn't work out in the end. Too many missed draft picks, too many bad decisions in the free agency. There's going to be a new GM. And the thing is, you know, when, you, when a report comes out like that, um, and, it, and a coaching agent's going to 
or, or, or a GM who's got an agent is going to want to look into how much that is true because you don't want to be strapped with Joe Judge. I mean, he's not a bad coach, but they've done nothing but lose under him for two seasons. He's a very old-school coach, kind of set in his ways. And you, I don't know that he's going to be a guy that a lot of GMs would want. Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, joining us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister, the NFL vet. I'm Dan Beyer. The David Culley situation in Houston, just, Adam, I know it's, I know it's not going to lead off Sports Center. It's not going to be on the front page of, of ESPN. But I just feel like you put a guy in in an absolutely impossible situation and then seemingly are moving away from him for, for one year. What Was that the plan all along? I mean, they, they loaded that team up with veterans and then let half of them go. I, I just I really feel like that organization did David Cully wrong. Did they do David Cully wrong? Well, there, there's a, there was a thought at the time when David Cully was hired that this was not really uh, the choice of general manager. It wasn't his top choice. He just, mm-hmm. this, is, this is what some people wanted him to do. Uh, the guy that he wanted was Josh McDaniels. McDaniels was a finalist for the Eagles' uh, head coaching job. McDaniels is expected to get some consideration if they move on from David Culley. We'll see what happens tomorrow. And, and most of these, uh, by the way, most of these moves, any coaching moves, uh, I fully expected up to six, uh, cha- you know, total uh, new head coaches. I think we're still in that market to have six by Tuesday. Typically, they don't happen all on Monday. They will happen by Tuesday. Although one year, Al Davis took a week to do it. So. <laughs> You know, sure. the late great Al Davis, which is, this, which is part of the problem back then. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't think Cully's got a chance. You know, they play hard for him. It's just that they, I, had, I, had a, I had a team tell me, looking at the run they, when they did advance on them before they played them, that they had an expansion roster. What, what um, Nick Cassera, the GM, did is he just brought a bunch of mid- to low-level free agents in, over 30 of them, by the way, just to fill out the roster. Because remember, he didn't have a first- or second-round pick. Mm-hmm. And he's got a lot of work to do. That's that's a bad football team. Doesn't have a quarterback. I don't think he at this point. Um, now up in Detroit, I I said that out of the new head coaches, especially, it, is we kind of laughed at Dan Campbell's initial press conference. Yeah. But this this roster is really bad. But they it play is. really hard, and and I think that that bodes well for their for their future. How are people looking at Dan Campbell's first season as head coach? Yeah, no, you just hit it, that they're very competitive, they part, play hard for him. They've got one of the worst rushers in the National Football League. They've got a new GM. Uh, we'll see. Uh, by contract structure, it, I mean, they could move on without Jared Goff. It will not be easy uh, they're, to move on from, from after the season, but they can if they really need to. Uh, but I, I would expect them to draft a quarterback. I mean, that's just something they have to do. Uh, they have a good offensive line. Uh, they have a really bad group other than Amon Ross St. Brown, a receiver. They've got to redo that one. They need pass rushers. They need help in the secondary. D-line help. This is just a team that's got to be flipped over. They need a, they're going to need a new play caller. Um, Dan Campbell's going to hire a new offensive coordinator. That didn't work out with Anthony Lynn. That was not a good hire. Um, but oh, in the end, you're right. They do play hard for him. And they, I'll tell you what, they're super competitive. Ask the Cardinals that, that who got smoked in Detroit not too long ago. Uh, Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. I'm going to just leave you with this one. 17 games, 18-week season. Um, I didn't notice much difference except just that the regular season didn't wrap up around New Year's. How close or how far are we away from 17 going to 18 games? Um, we're not there. I mean, we're not there yet. Uh, they, they like this format. Uh, they don't. And the other thing is, I know talking like they don't want to have two buys. That's another thing. Um, 
Though, it's funny, I talked to a couple teams, they would love to have late-season buys. They don't like having them before, like, week eight or nine. They like having them late. Um, so I, I, there, there's not a lot of talk of that. But I could tell you about this. They'll never go back to 16-game season. That is not going to happen. There, I have to tell you, I, I, the biggest surprise of this is how positive the comments I've gotten from league officials and, and teams. I didn't think it would be that way. That, that, that certainly has been a surprise that teams actually do not mind the 17-game season. And even the players are not complaining, which is almost hard to believe. Um, Adam, final, final question from uh, me is that last, last week we saw the Antonio Brown scenario play out there. What's the, what's the truth? Because I'm not buying a lot of stuff that Antonio Brown said. And, like, yes, maybe Bruce Arian said something to hurt, hurt his feelings. But at the end of the yeah. day, he still walked off the field. So, what's, so what, have, what have you heard is the truth? Yeah, no, the truth is that he decided to play. He did have an ankle injury. It's, he's actually – it goes back to his heel injury, quite frankly, back uh, when he, they played the Eagles um, – um, many weeks ago on a Sunday night, but the fact of the matter is he didn't feel right physically. But he, it was his decision. He, you know, those text messages that Brown posted on social media of he and Arians made it pretty clear it was his choice to play. And it's absolutely true, according to multiple team sources, that he complained not about his ankle injury before halftime, about pass targets. And then Bruce, uh, Bruce actually confirmed that during his press conference this week. So, yeah, I. Look, Antonio Brown, you know what the shame of it is? We just look at pure football. I don't know if he'll get in the Hall of Fame, but if you look at his numbers and his talent level, you can never question how hard he plays in his production. That's the one thing about every his football. His character off the field is an embarrassment, but on the field, the guy's always been a baller. I mean, what else could you say? Never an embarrassment to us here at Fox Sports Radio, the one and only Adam Kaplan. We appreciate everything you do for us, definitely during this regular season, and can't wait to talk next week in the postseason, Adam. Thanks so much. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Here at Adam as well on the Inside the Birds podcast and on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Find him on Twitter at Kaplan NFL. An update on your fantasy numbers after we get the real numbers from David Gascon at the news desk. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. We got some tight ones coming down to the wire in Week 18, Dave. You know, you guys can make the argument about Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor being the Offensive Player of the Year. Deservedly so. Those guys have been lights out this year, but... Uh, this dude in San Francisco needs a lot of love. It's a pivot handoff to Debo, looks to throw. He will throw wide open, touchdown! San Francisco! They throw it, they don't throw it with Garoppolo. They throw it with Debo Samuel to Jawan Jennings on a 24-yard touchdown. Yeah, 49ers Radio Network. Hey, guys. I've been on that train, Dave, for a while of, of promoting Debo and everything he's done, and he just had a big catch to put him in Rams territory <laughs> as well. Can I can I play a quick little game with you and George? Sure. Okay, so Debo Samuel is added to the total of a player that has not only rushed for a touchdown, but also thrown for a touchdown and caught a touchdown in the same season. Um, most recent players to have done that over the last – 20 years. One of them was two years ago in Cleveland. Do you know who that is? In Cleveland? Oh, oh, uh, Josh Cribs. No, two years no? ago. Oh, two uh, years Ode- ago. Was it Odell? Jarvis no, no, no. Landry. Jarvis Landry. Landry. Yeah. Uh, 2018 in Denver. Uh, Philip Lindsay? No. George? Uh, in 2018? Yeah. 
Oh, Royce Freeman. No, Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, okay. So this goes back wide receivers. Man. Yeah, this goes yeah. all the way back to 1988 when it first started. The two players that did it most, or actually earlier in time, in Pittsburgh, Lewis Lips for the Steelers, mm, 95 man. slash Cordell Stewart. Sure, man. So. Dan and- Dan and George off to the bonus round with zero total points. Dude, zero. deadlocked at zero. Hey, man. Zero. I mean, dude, imagine though, dude, I I'm a huge Debo Samuel's fan. He's the do it all man, and I like guys like uh, that. Like he's just a football player. That's right. that's the way coaches describe guys like him. He's just a football player. You put him anywhere, he'll thrive. And most people probably think about his rushing yards and his rushing touchdowns on the fly and jet sweeps. But he runs between the tackles. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> he the he's tackles. been a he's been on the pyramid quite a bit, and I've taken him off the last two weeks, only knowing that he is going to be on the final pyramid release this week. Nice. There is, there is when you talk about value to a team, and you don't have running backs, and you put him, you forget when he and and I know we got to get to the scores, but when he made the transition to running back because everybody was hurt, he was second in the NFL in receiving yards, <laughs> only the Cooper Cup at the time. Right. So, right. I, I mean, yeah, amazing season. Well, you get to give me a little bit of a breath, Dan, because Rashad Penny just broke down a huge run. Uh, got tackled the 25-yard line is now coming off the field, limping a little bit. That's hey, odd. Hey, stop <laughs> oh, <that>. wow. <laughs> Man, so it looks hey. like about a 30-yard He's 30 your starter for next season, though, clearly. Could be, yeah. 30-35 to yard run for Rashad Penny. Uh, Seattle's in business. They trail by seven, though. A twenty-four seventeen, Dolphins, Patriots, Mac Jones with a pick six. Dolphins twenty-four ten over New England right now. Bills by six over the Jets. Saints twenty-four thirteen. They lost Taysom Hill in this ball game and a wide open throw, at the top of the screen. Russell Wilson gets it in. The Seahawks are a PAT away from tying this ball game up at twenty-four twenty-three. Freddie Swain with a touchdown reception. And then guys, of course, in Los Angeles, Rams and 49ers, 17-17. San Francisco with the ball and on the move. The upset earlier today, Jacksonville beats Indianapolis and the Steelers in overtime. Best, the Baltimore Ravens. Chris Boswell with a game-winning field goal. That's it. Thanks a lot, Dave. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. You can find Dave on Twitter at David J. Gascon. Glad to have you with us as we try to wrap up Week 18. And again tonight, Chargers and Raiders with a playoff spot or even spots as still remains the case on the line for that game in Las Vegas. Get George Reister on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. That extra point in Arizona was good, so the Seahawks and Cardinals are tied up at 24 apiece. Coming up next, we will get you the fantasy numbers, and we will also clarify how the playoff picture looks as it stands right now and keep you up to date of what's happening in L.A. as the Niners and Rams are going down to the wire with so much at stake. That's next year on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. 7.55 on the clock as his second down 14 play goes off. It's tipped. It's juggled. Jalen Ramsey intercepted in the end zone. To his feet, to the five. And he's tackled at the seven. Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's George Rice. You're the NFL vet. It's week 18 in the NFL, and this is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, Rams Radio Network on the call. A lot to get you updated on, including what's happening in L.A. is following that Jalen Ramsey interception, Matthew Stafford hit Cooper Cup for a big play to get the Rams in Niners territory at the 40-yard line, and now a penalty has moved it where the Rams are knocking on the door, and Sony Michelle has just taken a carry for about 13 yards, under five minutes to go in the game. Michelle down to about the 10-yard line. Remember, the 49ers were down 17-0 in this game, have pulled even, and were driving prior to the Ramsey interception. Jimmy Garoppolo, George, thought that he was hitting the head on the play that he threw the interception. My whole theory is, 
is if you can complain that you were hitting the head uh, on a play, then it shouldn't be a penalty. You were hitting the head that hard. Yes, correct. If you're able to plead your case to the referee, then it uh, it shouldn't have been a penalty. They did not call it a penalty. So the Rams have it first and goal now at the nine-yard line, Those tied up so at annoying. 17, four minutes to go. All three timeouts remaining for both teams, so that comes in play. The Cardinals muffed a punt. The Seahawks recovered it, and it ended up being first down and goal at the 10-yard line for the Seahawks, tied up at 24 with Arizona. Saints kicked a field goal. They're up 14 on the Falcons with 10.55 to go, 27-13. A Saints victory and a Niners loss would put New Orleans in the postseason. It looks like Carolina's in the end zone, and they are awaiting the extra point. Tampa leads that one 21-17 as the extra point is good. Dolphins trying to close out the Patriots up 14-24-10. And the Bills only holding on to a 13-10 lead on the Jets, but still Buffalo can win the AFC East if the Patriots lose or if they beat the Jets. George, before we tell you what else is happening in this Rams-Niners game, let's get a quick update on what's happening in the world of fantasy. Fantasy hits and misses. Couple of numbers from Ryan Bershinger for those who may play fantasy, daily fantasy in week 18. What do you got, Bersh? Let's take a look at just uh, some hits and misses from these current games here. Uh, Top scoring quarterback from these current games is Tom Brady, 24 of 32 passing with 255 yards and two touchdowns. Your top scoring running back from these games is, uh, it's, oh, it was Duke Johnson. It's now James Conner. James Conner, 13 rushes, 31 yards and a touchdown. Six <laughs> catches on six targets for 41 yards and a touchdown through the air. And yeah, Duke Johnson is right behind him. Uh, your top scoring wide receiver from these games is Tyler Lockett. Four catches on four targets for 87 yards and two touchdowns. And Tyler Higby is your top scoring tight end on the week right now. Four catches on six targets for 34 yards and two touchdowns. A couple misses from earlier on today. Nick Chubb, nine rushes for 58 yards. One catch on one target for two yards. Saquon Barkley is a miss really for the entire season. 11 rushes and 30 yards on the ground. Three catches on four targets for 19 yards through the air. And Carson Wentz, of course, a very rough day for the Colts all around. Carson Wentz, 17 of 29 passing, 185 yards, a touchdown. Also threw an interception three rushes for 17 yards, and lost a fumble. And those are some fantasy hits and misses. And the Rams have gotten into the end zone. Matthew Stafford on a third down pass hits Cooper Cup from four yards out. Extra point is good. 2.29 left to go. Rams up 24-17 in L.A. In Arizona, the Seahawks have taken the lead on Arizona. Russell Wilson with an apparent touchdown run. He did get in. Extra point coming up. Seahawks 30, Cardinals 24 early in the fourth quarter in that one. Falcons have just turned it over again. Extra point is good in Arizona, so the Seahawks are now up seven. The Saints have the football in Falcons territory, again, up 14 with 10 minutes to go in that contest. So, again, a Niners loss and a Saints win puts New Orleans in the playoffs, and a Rams win over New Orleans or over San Francisco would wrap up the NFC West for L.A. Those are the scenarios that we are focusing on uh, at this point. Uh, Matthew Stafford with a good Two great passes to Cooper Cup. Cup doing a lot of the dirty work at the end, keeping his his feet in. Truly, when you talk about MVPs and you talk about MVP type of seasons, I think Aaron Rodgers will win the award. We kind of get lost in a little bit what Tom Brady's done, but Cooper Cup's deserved every ounce of the uh, admiration that he's gotten this year. And on that drive, when they needed it the most, Cooper Cup was the guy Matthew Stafford went to.
<laughs> of course, dude, he has over a hundred more targets than the closest wide receiver to him. A hundred more. Dude, this is what, what what he's doing this year is unprecedented. It's un it's unfair and nobody can stop him at all. On those on those plays to be able to I know keeping the feet in is second nature to the best wide receivers in the NFL, but was able to do it. Now the question becomes a, what happens if you're Jimmy Garoppolo? You've got the football in your hands in these last 229. And then, George, if if they were to score a touchdown, if you were the uh, the 49ers, you go for two or you kick the extra point. Again, your, your playoff hopes are likely on the line in that scenario. That would be the decision that Kyle Shanahan would have if the 49ers do go down and score. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Tough, tough decisions. We'll see what decisions they'll have to make, even if they get an opportunity to do so. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer. More of Fox Sports Red Zone Radio coming up next. Week 18 winding down, of course, the AFC West affair tonight in Las Vegas between the Chargers and Raiders. Reminds me to tell you that today's show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at Visit Las Vegas. Dot com. So let's jump right in. You heard David Gascon tell you Rams holding on to that 24-17 lead on San Francisco. The Niners had all three of their timeouts. Jimmy Garoppolo was sacked on a third and ten by Von Miller. That forced the 49ers to punt. And by the way, Robbie Gold's in to punt for the 49ers because of an issue with the 49ers a regular punter as Mitch Wisnowski had a head, head injury, so he was unable to continue. So Robbie Gold took over the punting duties, and then the Niners' defense just got a three and out. So it's fourth and five. The Rams are going to punt it back to the Niners, who now have no timeouts. And again, as David mentioned, if the Niners don't win this game and the Saints do, and right now it sure looks like the Saints are going to win – the Saints would go to the postseason, and the 49ers would not. So it's all on Yo, the shoulders of would, Jimmy G, George. This will be bad. Like, I got to be honest. This will be bad for them to miss the playoffs. Like, and I know that Jimmy G has been injured a lot of this season, but they drafted Trey, Trey Lance. And if you are – and like the, the the 49ers are a team like I, honestly if they win this game I would actually feel better about them in the postseason than I would about the Rams in the postseason you'd feel better about the Niners that as opposed to what the Rams would do is that that's correct what you're saying okay yeah it, 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 in terms of being more more dangerous like mm-hmm. I like I, I would feel like the, the that the 49ers were a danger to anybody that they played I think the 49ers play a style that no one wants to play and if yeah. their game gets going, they can beat you with that game. It's like it's it, it's kind of like college basketball. You know, you take like a Virginia team. It's like nobody wants to face Virginia, whether Virginia's good or bad, because you know they're going to play defense. You know they're going to make it a grind. And it's not like they win every game. It's just matchup wise, it's very difficult to deal with. And I, I think that there are more similarities with Green Bay and Tampa and the Rams in Dallas, to your point, than there is with anybody. Like the 49ers and, and Eagles may have a little bit more in, in, in common with each other, but the Niners just are so, so physical. And, and in that same breath of, of them 
if they don't make the playoffs, and right now the Niners are moving up, they are actually in Rams territory as Debo Samuel has caught a big pass down to about the 19-yard line, but the clock is ticking. It's under 45 seconds, so the Niners have to get up and spike the football. But the the scenario with the Rams is they had that slide at the start of the season, kind of like the Colts. They lost four straight. They It was a span. They lost five of six over, over a span, and then – that game against the Rams on that Monday night kind of started to turn things around, but you'd wondered if maybe they had they had lost a little bit too much to get back into it. We saw what it cost the Dolphins on their slow start. They had to be near perfect the end of the season. They lost last week, were ousted. Colts falter at the end of the year. You brought up their slow start to the season as games that they that any one of the, the various games that they had that they could have won likely costing them. And I think the Niners, in a way, are in the uh, in the same place as well. So let, let's tell you what happened here. The Rams actually, on the spike of the 49ers, were lined up offsides. So now the Niners get a first and five at the Rams' 14-yard line. 34 seconds left to go. George, I'll, I'll say it right now. It's, it's the, it, at the time when we were talking about the two-point conversion or extra point, I was like, maybe the Niners should go for it. If they score a touchdown here, I kick the extra point and play oh, for absolutely. Yeah. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, unless, unless there is a play that I am like, a, like I got a Philly special ready. That's mm-hmm. the only way I, I don't. And and may, maybe, maybe Kyle Shanahan does. Every team should. Every team should have that Philly special play in your back pocket just in case. But. With so much on the line and knowing that the Saints now are up 17, have the football, and there's only five minutes left in that game, you know your fate if you're San Francisco. And to let it all ride on one play when you've been the more dominant team in the second half, I I would take my chances if I was San Francisco if they get to that point. But again, they don't have any timeouts remaining. They can get a first down, and it's only a first and five at the 14-yard line. As for the other games that are going on, Tom Brady threw a touchdown pass to Mike Evans, and why Tom Brady was still in the game in the fourth quarter, I have no idea. But the Buccaneers are about to wrap up their game against uh, Carolina, uh, looking shoot to shoot. add players. Play. <laughs> they, he played a while. They had the division wrapped up, and seating is whatever. But the uh, Buccaneers add a field goal, so now that's thirty-four seventeen with five minutes to go in that one. Uh, the Niners have. Uh, oh, they. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo just missed Debo Samuel over the middle. Of course he did. Of course he <laughs> and did. It just uh, are, are we going to give Jimmy Garoppolo the credit, or is it going to be Debo Samuel's uh, running on this drive that gets the? Uh, the <laughs> what do you credit? mean? Of course it's going to be <laughs> Debo, especially after he just missed a wide open guy. After he missed a wide open Debo, and we and we were supposed to to give him credit, dude. That was like the Super Bowl. You had to hit one pass. And the uh, Niners do get into the end zone. It's, I believe, Jawan Johnson with the reception. Jawan Jennings, excuse me, Jawan Johnson playing for the uh, New Orleans Saints. Jawan Jennings with the touchdown. So the San Francisco 49ers have scored with 26 seconds left. The Rams, by the way, have two timeouts. So if the Niners decide to go for two here or one and tie the game, the Rams would have 26 seconds and two timeouts to do something with the football. That is where we stand in L.A. And again, the division is up for grabs as the Rams need a win or a loss by Arizona to win the NFC West. In Arizona, Quandre Diggs is being carted off for the Seattle Seahawks and is in tears with an apparent 
injury or with an injury. The Niners, by the way, kicked the, the extra worst. point. And that it is, is the absolute worst, bro. Getting, the, uh, getting hurt at the end of the game on the last game of the season when you're not going to the playoffs, there's nothing worse than that. Your your entire offseason just got ruined. You're, you're thinking about maybe golfing next week in Hawaii. Vacation. Then, yeah, vacation. And instead, you got to end up having surgery. Nothing worse. Nothing worse than that. Yeah, he is. Uh, was uh, taking uh, – was had to leave on a cart and, again, was in tears. But the Niners have tied this up. Jimmy Garoppolo leading the Niners down the field and Juwan Jennings with the touchdown reception. Now Matthew Stafford's going to have, again, 26 seconds and two timeouts to do something. Otherwise, this game is headed into overtime. I didn't know how much I'd like Week 18, George, but it's no different than Week 17's in the past, and it has been giving us uh, uh, quite a Sunday afternoon today. I, I, am- I feel like we're, we're having more tiebreakers and all of that stuff than, than usual. Yeah, that could be the case. I mean, there were so many teams that were were in the hunt in the AFC, you know, late in the season. I know that was a stat that the NFL loved to hang their hat on. But even when you you got down to it, to your point of the different tiebreakers, the different scenarios, even if it is with just two or three teams or in the AFC scenario, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Chargers, Raiders, all of them involved in it, it does seem to be that way. And May, I, I could be just parody. Could be just parody of the AFC as well. But Week 18 has not disappointed. Uh, just to get you a, a heads up of what's happening in the other matchups, New England is down 10 to the Dolphins. 4:49 left to go. Dolphins up 27, uh, 27 to 17. The Bills are knocking on the door. They're only up three on the Jets. It's 13 to 10. Josh Allen is still in the game for Buffalo. Buffalo just needs a win or a Patriots loss to clinch the AFC East. And now Devin Singletary is dove in from about two yards out. So the Bills get into the end zone and extend their lead against the New York Jets. You have to wonder now with the Dolphins game being close uh, to wraps on if you'll see Josh Allen again. The Rams do get a pass to Tyler Higby that is actually going to be ruled a catch and a timeout. I am not sure if Higby caught the football and was uh, he? Yeah, he did, and he was actually down at the uh, at the point of uh, contact. So he's got up to about the thirty-five yard line around that territory. Rams using their first timeout here. You just try to get across midfield and hope for the best if you're the you're the Rams in this yeah. scenario, 21 seconds. Yep, yep. You try to get as close as possible, and then you um, and then you either kick a field goal or you – I mean, depending on how far you get, or you just try to just make a – like a, you know, a Hail Mary. <laughs> if it's if – it's, this stadium has – been known to have some longer field goals and the Rams got it up to the 37 yard line they have one timeout and 21 seconds left so you can kick a 60 or 61 yarder if you get that close but you have to get that close in the in in the first place and the Rams now had to use uh actually they're not even going to use the timeout Matthew Stafford was sacked and so now this game is likely going to overtime as the Rams are not going to call a timeout and just let the clock run out so the Niners and Rams heading to OT in L.A. We have a turnover in Tampa. The Buccaneers have returned. Uh, I believe it's a turnover in Tampa, a touchdown. Actually, no, they've got the uh, football. It's Scotty Miller into the end zone for the Buccaneers on a 
Punt return, I believe. I don't know if the guys at the studio saw that, but the Buccaneers are in the end zone, running away with it against Carolina. Uh, 34. Oh, it's an end around. The, the Buccaneers had the football, and Scotty Miller got into the end zone, uh, taking it to the house of so the Buccaneers, wrapping things up. He is George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. With everything, George, that has gone on today, one of the things that was lost is that the Tennessee Titans wrapped up the number one seed in the AFC. Do you look at the Titans and it wasn't easy against the Texans today. They jumped out early, and the Texans ended up coming back and making it a game. But do you look as the tight look at the Titans as a legit number one seed in the AFC? Yes, because they got what they earned over the course of seventeen weeks. They earned the number one seed. So yes, I look at them as legitimate as you get. Do I do I think that they're the best team? No, but I think the Chiefs are still the best team. But have they earned it? Do they deserve it? Absolutely, 100%. And it's also going to make for a better playoffs because now you're for sure getting Derrick Henry back, buddy. The thing that I like about Tennessee, and I don't love Tennessee, I I do have a weird feeling of them being a number one seed. I agree with you. I don't think they're the best team in the AFC, but I would also say in the same breath, I don't know who the best team in the AFC is right now, considering how everything has, has, has gone about it, is that it hasn't been a Derrick Henry-only team where we thought that there was going to be the death nail when Derrick Henry went down. But to see Dante Foreman move into the role that he did, and it did take a while for them to adjust. They got that big win against the Rams on that Sunday night football when we thought that the Sunday night game when we thought it was going to be uh, just a Rams runaway. And it was when the Titans had Adrian Peterson, who actually scored in that game. Uh, Dante Foreman was the other signing they had that week, and he's been the guy that has kind of taken up for Derrick Henry and really has, actually, not kind of has, really has. And it has shown that it isn't just Derrick Henry, that it is the running game and what they are doing. And now if you have both of those guys, kind of like we talked about the 49ers earlier, they're not playing from the underdog role, but matchup-wise, I don't think they're going to be a fun team to, to, to play against. And now when you're the number one seed, you're going to have to play against them in Nashville. So that's what I like about him. It hasn't just been only Derrick Henry. We've seen with Derrick Henry out that Dante Foreman has been a guy who's kind of uh, ended up and taking over and emerging in that role and having great success with it. Yeah, and they've gotten it done with whoever has been there. So that in and of itself already just just – lends itself to what Mike Mike Vrabel and mm-hmm. Tannehill and the team are doing because getting it done is the thing that matters. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Again, keeping you up to date on the six games that are going on. Most importantly right now, what is happening in L.A., the 49ers have won the toss in overtime. They have elected to receive The Niners and Rams tied up at 24. A Rams victory would clinch the NFC West and likely eliminate the 49ers as the Saints now are up 17 on the Falcons with just a minute 20 to go in Atlanta. As for Arizona, they had an outside chance at winning the NFC West if the Niners would would beat the Rams and the Rams would lose and the Cardinals would beat Seattle. Well, right now Seattle's up four in that game, 31-27. Five minutes to go and counting. The Patriots are into the end zone. It's 27-24. Miami's over New England, so it's not wrapped up yet for the Bills to win the AFC East, but the Bills are up 10 on the Jets with 8-12 to go, 20-10, to and with a Buffalo victory or a New England loss, the Bills would wrap up the AFC East. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. 
The Detroit Lions got a big win today against the Green Bay Packers. The Jacksonville Jaguars, an enormous win over the Indianapolis Colts. Those two teams, by the way, will be picking first in the draft coming up this spring. But are the Lions and the Jaguars really the worst two teams in the National Football League? We'll discuss that and all of the outcomes in these late games. That's up next here. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Garoppolo back, Garoppolo time, throws caught by Jawan Jennings, touchdown! San Francisco! Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. 
He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. It's week 18 of the NFL. That highlight there on KNBR on the 49ers radio network. And the 49ers, uh, that touchdown pulled them even with the Rams after they made the extra point. And then in overtime, the Niners won the toss. And that's where we are right now, 5.13 to go. And the 49ers have the football. They are in Rams territory, facing a third down and three at the Rams 17-yard line. It's the first possession, so if the Niners score a touchdown, game is over. If the Niners kick a field goal, the Rams will get the football and have an opportunity to do something with it. It should be noted that right now in Atlanta, the Saints are holding on to their 30-20 to lead, and Trevor Simeon is about to take a knee for the Saints to win that game. What does that mean in the grand scheme of things for the NFC? Well, the 49ers and Saints were the only two teams that were still alive for that final wildcard spot. If the 49ers win this game, they go in. If they don't, the Saints would go in because of that Falcons that win over the Falcons today. However, there's another scenario. If the Niners end up tying the Rams in this game, the Niners will go to the playoffs at 9-7-1 and and would actually, if things hold as they are right now, as the Seahawks lead Arizona by 11 at the two-minute warning, the Niners and Rams would play again next week. That's as if this game tied. But on that third and three, Juwan Jennings, again, a big reception for the Rams as Jimmy Garoppolo hits him. So now it's going to be first and goal at the eight-yard line for San Francisco. By the way, they've taken off five uh, and a half minutes and counting on the clock already. So if the Rams even get the ball back, they're not going to have much time, George. What wouldn't a drive be, by San Francisco. Wouldn't this be an awful loss by the by the Rams, though? And kind of indicative of kind of what what's been going on against them versus super physical teams like the like the 49ers. Because yeah. they were up 17-0 in this game. 17-0. And they've been outscored so far 24 to 7. And now it may end up 31 to 7. That would be yeah. You're 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 spot on, and and to see the emotion that Sean McVay had when his team went up seventeen to nothing, you could tell how much he wanted this game. The Niners have beaten the Rams the last five times. They have a five game win streak against them, and now if you're the Rams in your backyard, as I see the signs at SoFi Stadium saying "Our house, your house." trying to make that a true home field advantage. There was a lot of red in SoFi Stadium today, but now the 49ers have called their final timeout with 3.39 left to go in this overtime session, second and goal. Again, the Niners get in with a tie. They just can't lose this game because if they lose, then the Saints would get in, but that's why it's important for the Niners to get the uh, touchdown here and not leave anything open to chance because their playoff uh, hopes could still be uh, uh, still be uh, in the balance. As for what's happening in Arizona again Seahawks up 38 to 27 just a minute 24 left to go in that one the Rams can clinch the NFC West if the Cardinals are unable to make the uh, comeback in this last minute and 24 dude if you are the Rams right now you want to win this football game because you don't want to play this team again next week oh no 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 you you're you're like we cannot tie under any scenario (laughs) we must win like i would be going for broke i'm not playing these dudes again next next week i I would literally throw a hail mary at the end of the game here's here's the funny thing george if the if if let's just say you know the the niners 
you know, end up only kicking a field goal and the Rams had an opportunity. The Rams would get Arizona and San Francisco would have to go to Dallas. Oh, okay. that's that's what would happen. But but that's you know, if the Niners win this game, but if the Rams end up uh winning this game, then the Rams get uh the Rams would end up getting the Saints in the first oh, round. Oh, it's they the, tie if they play. But it's again. the tie, yeah. yes. And a third down and goal pass to George Kittle in the flat goes nowhere. So the the Rams get a stop, and San Francisco, I expect, will kick the field goal and then just leave two minutes on the clock to uh, to see if Matthew Stafford and the Rams can can even this one up. We're going to get some fantasy numbers uh, for you. Saints won. Buccaneers have won. They were the NFC South champions. You can lock Tampa into that spot. But the jockeying for position, a lot of it depends uh, on what's happening in this Rams San Francisco game, and the Saints are probably running to the locker room trying to uh, get to a TV because they will find out their playoff fates uh, as well. Dolphins closing out the Patriots, so it's 27-24 to 24 as the uh, Patriots, I think, will take over at their own two-yard line but need to go 98 yards, and uh, if, if they can't do it, Buffalo will be winners of the AFC East. You know, we saw that play – uh, the Miami Miracle years back, I believe it was at Kenyon Drake when the when yep. the Dolphins put Rob or the Patriots put Rob Gronkowski back deep. Yeah, that was, was Kenyon Drake, and he could man he that that was like at the point in time where you started to be like, oh Rob Rob Gronkowski's a stiff now, he's old, <laughs> he's a stiff it, because dude he looked like he was a three hundred and forty pound offensive guard try not even a, a fleet of foot offensive tackle but an offensive guard trying to make that tackle it, it, it looked like frankenstein trying to tackle someone in the end what happened is the dolphins uh end up forcing a turnover as the patriots were trying to lateral and miami ends up getting a 33 24 victory because of that last touchdown Patriots are in the playoffs. They just won't win the division. Dolphins season is over, but the Buffalo Bills are winners of the AFC East. That Robbie Gold field goal was good. So it's 27-24. to 24. Rams will have 245 left in overtime uh, to try to uh, to try to either even the score or win the game. Cardinals end up settling for a field goal. I know I'm doing all of David Gascon's work, but we'll get to David in a second. It's uh, 38 to 30 uh, with a buck 13 left in that one. We'll have an update on some fantasy numbers as well for you from Ryan Bershinger on the other side. But it has just been uh, it, it has been a crazy, crazy week 18, but now the playoff picture uh, clearing up quite a bit as we have one game tonight between the Chargers and Raiders. That means so much Dan, for the Pittsburgh Steelers and for those two organizations that are playing. Go ahead, George. Dan, I, 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 I got a question for you in a minute about these, about these teams because I want to know, if you're the Dolphins, how do you feel about this season? That's a good you, question. They they finished the season nine and eight. They were one and seven at one point in point in time. It finished the season nine and eight. They lost eight of their I mean, they won eight of their next nine games, including seven in a row. I mean, is this is this a win? I don't think it's a win because this team was also on the verge of the playoffs last year. I think that you need to have better play all around and not just from the quarterback position. But I think that Tua has earned an opportunity to be the quarterback of that team next year. Really? Whether they 
or yeah, or, do they, you, or do you bring in somebody else? Like if if you have a chance to get Deshaun Watson in this offseason, you you have to do it, right? Because he could be the the difference between you having to scrap and make the playoffs and you just being okay, they just they'll they'll be in barring some sort of weirdo uh result. Yeah, the by the way, the Rams on their first down play, it looked like it was an out route to Cooper Cup, and Odell Beckham Jr. also ran the same route. And OBJ kind of got – I think the pass was intended for Cooper Cup, and OBJ got in the way of it and dropped the football. Tried to make a one-handed catch. The reason it was a tough catch for OBJ was because it wasn't intended for him. But anyway, so the Rams are going to have a second down and 10 with 235 left to go. I think that the Dolphins like, – I don't think it's all of a Tua situation, George – I, I think that that team faltered so much as a team early on in the season. They really didn't have anything, and they needed maybe a quarterback to make up for some of those warts. But I, I feel like how he's played, and, and I I fully expect them to go shopping and to, to check in on Russell Wilson and check in on Deshaun Watson, depending on how that situation clears up. But I don't think that it's to his fault that they missed the playoffs, and I think that he does deserve another chance. That's that's how I take a look at things. Seahawks recover the onside kick. Cardinals do have all three of their timeouts, so if the Seahawks can get a first down, they will run out the clock and win that contest. The Rams facing a third down and 10 from their own 18-yard line after we find out the results of this play. We'll go to the uh, to the news desk with David Gascon and get the latest of, of what is all happening in Week 18 earlier today and how the playoff scenarios shape out, and it's an incomplete pass. All right, Dave, we're going to bring you in, but there is a flag on the field allows you to tell us what's going on, what's happening, and what will be happening. Do we have David Gascon? Yeah, San Francisco's okay, up right now, go. 27 to 24. Game is in overtime right now with the Rams trying to tie this game up or eventually win it. They win it here in this overtime session. They bounced San Francisco from the postseason because the Saints won earlier. They won 30-20 to over the Atlanta Falcons. Taysom Hill knocked out of that ball game with Liz Frank injury. Alvin Kamara, 146 yards on the ground. Playoff scenario is not completely set. Tennessee is the AFC's leader. They get the first-round bye. Packers on the NFC side of things. So that means Cincinnati will take on the New England Patriots in the first-round matchup. Joe Burrow versus Mac Jones. That should be a fun one. Kansas City will be the two seed, so it's a matter if they're going to get the Raiders in that situation. We'll find out. But Kansas City will be at home along with the Buffalo Bills, who want it as well. NFC side of things, Packers are the one seed. Tampa Bay, who had just won, is the two seed. San Francisco trying to diminish what the Rams are doing. The Rams are the three seed as it stands with Dallas, the four seed. It could be Dallas, Arizona. Arizona's going to lose the ball game to Seattle. 38-30 to 30 will be the final score. They're doing kneel downs right now. Rashad Penny again went off. Dude finished the season on a tear. Over 720 yards in nine games. He had 23 carries today for 190 yards and also a touchdown. Dolphins dumped the Patriots 33-24. Guys, you're talking about two in this game. He was 15-22 for 109 yards and one touchdown pass. So Miami obviously finishes the season 9-8. and eight. They won seven in a row. Or excuse me, yeah, seven in a row to get themselves into a playoff hunt. But uh, obviously, we'll see what happens in the future for them. Uh, Jacksonville bounces out Indianapolis from postseason play, 26-11. to Steelers win in overtime. They beat the Baltimore Ravens 16-13. Appreciate it, Dave. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. The only thing I'll say in defense of Tua, they don't have much of an offensive line, and they don't have a running game. 
and and there's not a, there's a lot on his shoulders. I know it's you know it's there there are limitations there. I just I I think for how they've performed, I would say that uh, give him another shot. But again, if you have the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson, if his legal situation is cleared up, if you have an opportunity to get Russell Wilson, um, I think that Miami probably would do that. You have to, right, George? I mean, that's yeah, that's the case. Yeah, man. I, I was if, against, if, I was against it at first, but I, you know, like I, I understand. If you have an opportunity to get that franchise quarterback, they don't grow on trees, and you have the uh, the assets to do it. You got to go do it. Absolutely, man. Listen, and, and it's not that two has been terrible. He's just not been great. Like if 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 you have to go into the season with him next year, you're treating him very similar to the way that the Browns treat Baker Mayfield you're saying oh my god I got to put everything around him to like everything else around him has to be good and so it put it it puts an impetus on the rest of your roster being that much better so but if you can add that at the quarterback position then that actually lessens what you need to do to 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 win week in and week out yeah so and so that means you got to coach better, play better, everything up to this point. And I'll be perfectly honest, George, it, that was a scenario that I never considered. And I, I, I didn't look at it that way until the Dolphins actually were faltering. Uh, and that's uh, in speaking of faltering, the Rams have just faltered. Matthew Stafford trying to hit Odell Beckham Jr. down the sidelines, underthrows him, intercepted. And the Niners have beaten the Rams 27-24 to in overtime. Rams are going to be home next week. They're the NFC West champions. But the Niners are going to the postseason, and they will face the Dallas Cowboys. It, it appears that the interception will stand. I think we got one butt cheek in. I think John Madden would be proud of that. One butt cheek in equals two feet on this on this potential interception, and I think the butt cheek got down before the hand may have been out of bounds, but I think that the uh, the Rams have just won the NFC West by virtue of the Cardinals lost a loss, but just lost the game to the 49ers on a on a th- underthrow of Odell Beckham Jr. by Matthew Stafford. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, oh, Jared Goff would have thrown it. The, would have made a perfect throw, right? That's that's what you're trying to tell us. No, I'm that's... just saying. No, no, no. I just don't like the Jared Goff slander. Like he's a bum. When when uh, when this guy Matthew Stafford has had some bad games this season. Like we can't act like he's been infallible or perfect at all this year. No, I. But he's had a lot of good games that, yeah, that that he doesn't get credit for. The question is, is just winning those great games, and people forget that they beat, you know, winning those big games. People forget that they beat Tampa. It was early on in the season, and now it's later on. So that that win was a long time ago. But the Rams did beat, you know, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to start off this season. So that's a that's a pretty good good win. This is what we're gonna do. I know I had Ryan Bershinger in the fantasy numbers. With everything that's going on, Bursch, we're gonna just we're, we're gonna we're gonna punt on this one right now, just because of where we are. Uh, I apologize to the listener if you were playing daily fantasy. It's just been a crazy, crazy week eighteen uh, with the 49ers uh, wrapping things up, and now all the games are done except Chargers Raiders. So that that's where we are in in week eighteen, 
Everything is done. Niners win in overtime. Bills closed out the Jets. Dolphins held off the, uh, the New England and got a cheap touchdown at the end as well as, as New England tried to lateral. It's just been an absolute crazy, crazy day in the National Football League, which tends me to, makes me believe, George, that we could get even more crazy as crazy uh, tonight in Las Vegas between the Chargers and Raiders, which I, I, I don't know what to expect from either team because they are up and down and that's what I make what I think makes tonight so good is the imperfections of both of these teams and not knowing what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, the and and th- this is a huge huge game for both quarterbacks and how they're looked at I think. I think that Derek Carr has been a guy who's improved the last couple seasons but hasn't made the playoffs. And for Justin Herbert, this is where you take the, the the first of your many big leaps is to come out and win, make the playoffs in a winner take all kind of kind of game. I think that this is a this isn't a I think this is a turning point in Derek Carr's career, but also a tipping off point potentially for Justin Herbert in his career. He's George Reister, the NFL vet. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Coming up next, we'll give you the Week 18 MVPs, plus we'll give you the playoff matchups as things are set in the NFC, and we'll tell you how things will shape up in the AFC. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Hold on to your butts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister, the NFL vet. I'm Dan Beyer. Week 18 of the NFL did not disappoint, and there is more to go. George, just to let you know, uh, we're going to get to our MVPs in a sec, but easy as one, two, three, four is back next week after its 18-week hiatus. So get ready. Yes, get ready as well as we will be. uh, We will have three games going on Sunday in the Super Wild Card Weekend, still waiting for those uh, matchups. Uh, get George on Twitter, at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox. Let's do this. Let's hear about our MVPs of Week 18, and then we will give you the matchups that you will see at Wild Card Weekend. First, your MVPs. Let's go, baby! It's time to recap it. Your teams are wrapped here. Tackle, tackle! This is your Fox MVP. The most valuable plays from NFL Sunday. Colts said Jaguars. Shotgun for Trevor. Dropping, looking, fires left side. That ball is going to be caught. That's a touchdown. Laquan Treadwell. What an improbable victory this was. An absolute dagger gut wrencher for the Indianapolis Colts who were thinking about the playoffs. That is over now. The Jags win this thing 26 to 11. WIXLAM 1010 and FM 92.5 Jaguars Radio Network. Washington at Giants. Here's from the snap. Throws in the slot. Picked off Bobby McCain. 2015-10-5. Pick six. Touchdown. Touchdown, Washington. WTEM, the team 980. Bears at Vikings. Third down. Kirk firing. Caught. Emir Smith-Marset for a 44-yard touchdown. And the Minnesota Vikings have found the end zone for the first time today. KFAN Minneapolis and the Vikings Radio Network. Titans at Texans. Tannehill spreads out to the right. Fires complete. Caught. Westbrook Akita. Touchdown. Tight. Three in the first half for the Texan, Ryan Tannehill against the Texans. WGFX 104.5 Titans Radio Network. Bengals and Browns. Chubb in the backfield. Peoples-Jones left. Landry right. Keenum play action fake. Steps in the pocket. He's got a good pocket. He throws left. Landry caught it. At the five to the end zone. Touchdown! Browns Radio Network. Packers and Lions. Single receiver to the left. Rodgers under center. Play action. Rodgers looking downfield. For the shot. Left side. Lazar. He's got it. Touchdown! Packers Radio Network. Steelers and Ravens. The ball is down. The kick is on its way. The kick is up. The kick is good. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have defeated the Baltimore Ravens. And the Steelers are headed 
for playoff land. DVE 1025 FM and WBGG 970 AM Steelers Radio Network. Panthers and Buccaneers. Brady calls for the ball, has it, looks right side, throws right side, caught by Mike Evans, touchdown Buccaneers. 98 Rock in the Buccaneers Radio Network. Patriots and Dolphins. Waddle in motion, they give it to Duke. No, he pulls oh, it back Waddle. out, throws it, ends up touchdown. Waddle. What a great play action fake and a touchdown. AM 560, the Joe, WQAM, Dolphins Radio Network. Jets and Bills. Oop, no clip. Oop, thought we had a clip. Nope, okay. 49ers and Rams. It's a pivot handoff to Debo, looks to throw. He will throw wide open, touchdown! Sad Fred Cisco! KNBR 49ers Radio Network. Saints at Falcons. Ten seconds to play. Out of the shotgun is Simeon. Three receivers right. Looking to throw. Does throw. Middle, and that's going to be a touchdown. New Orleans. Who else? Juwan Johnson. WWL Saints Radio Network. Seahawks at Cardinals. Empty backfield. Russell's going to throw. Got a man open. Down the sidelines is Swain. Touchdown, Seahawks. From 25 yards out, what a drive by the Seahawks to answer back. Freddie Swain down the left sidelines, wide open, and he races in untouched. Seahawks Radio Network. That was your most valuable play. Let's go. The MVPs. That's what we do, baby. From Fox Sports Radio. All right, George, this is what we know. The Green Bay Packers, we knew they were the number one seed in the NFC. The two seed is Tampa. Tampa ends up being the two seed. They will host the Philadelphia Eagles on wild card weekend. Yes. Can you believe uh can you believe that one? That the uh <laughs> the the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I, I by the way, we were talking about predictions earlier and uh the uh the the matchup of, of Philadelphia even being in the playoffs. I loved Washington in the NFC East. Never, never believed that Philadelphia had anything. No. So kudos to, uh, yeah, kudos to Dude, the uh, Im- Eagles for making it that far. Imagine, just imagine if Jameis Winston had stayed healthy all year with the way the Saints defense played. Yeah. Good God, dude, this team would be clearly at least 11-6. and six. Saints on the outside looking in. The three seeds, Dallas in the NFC, they will host San Francisco. The Niners get in with that win over the Rams today. The Rams fall to the four seed. Still winners of the NFC West, they will host Arizona. As for the AFC, if the Raiders win tonight, Kansas City will host Pittsburgh, Buffalo will host New England, and the Raiders would be in Cincinnati to face the Bengals. If the Chargers win, Kansas City still would host Pittsburgh, the Chargers would go to Buffalo in a 3-6 matchup, mm. and New England would go to Cincinnati. And again, if a tie happens between the teams, the Raiders would face the Chiefs, Chargers would face the Bills, Patriots would face the Bengals. That's how the playoff picture looks. That Niners-Cowboys game is going to be the game of wildcard weekend, though. My you goodness. Think? Yes, yes. I don't even think it's close. Even even a depleted Pittsburgh team, if they were to make it and have to face the uh, the, the Chiefs, I mean, I don't know if the game's going to play out. But Chargers, I, think just, I would go with Chargers Bills. I think it'll be a, that'll be a great game too. I think the hype of Niners Cowboys though is going to be like the the you know the overwhelming oh, yeah. factor for for how that will play out. So it was uh, 
a crazy day. This is this show today has been unlike any of the other seventeen that we have done over the last few weeks, and hope that you continue to stay 18. with us. As we, eighteen, yeah, eighteen, yeah, eighteen. You're, you got that right. Hope you will continue to stay us, uh, stay with us throughout the playoff run. So for George Reister, I'm Dan Bayer. That's it for the cap to the NFL regular season, and we will talk to you next on Wild Card Weekend. Enjoy Chargers Raiders. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.